0: Hey, it's Christy. Welcome to Do The Work. Today and every day, we'll talk about things that really matter. You, your thoughts, your feelings, your experiences. We'll discuss what emotional work looks, sounds, and feels like in our day-to-day lives. Relationships are what matter most, and they can be complicated. If you'd like a better connection with yourself, with others, and with your God, you are in the right place. So glad you're here. Welcome back to Do The Work with Christy. We are five episodes in, and when I say we, I mean we. I've been so grateful for the help of Annika and Abby uh, producing and creating these podcasts each week. We are five podcasts in, and you guys, we have been listened to in over 15 uh, different countries and over 110 different cities in the United States. That is exciting to me, this Dream of having a podcast. I actually found some notes recently back in 2017 of possible podcast topics. And so the fact that it's here, we're recording, we're putting them out there, only to have people from all around the world listening, it just feels thrilling to me. Thank you. Thank you for listening. And especially thank you for sharing when you hear something that you think would be helpful or beneficial to someone else. Thank you for sharing it with your friends, coworkers, family. I'm truly grateful for that. And thank you for leaving reviews. And you can click those stars to leave a review. You can actually leave a message for a review. I appreciate every single kind act towards this podcast. My hope and my goal is to reach as many people as I possibly can, not just the one that I'm meeting with in my office, but any out there that could benefit from these principles and tools. Thank you. From the bottom of my heart, I'm truly grateful for you. I was at dinner this weekend with a friend and Jamie and I, walked in and we got in line and the line was actually longer at this restaurant than I'd ever seen it actually. And the man, I I knew that I knew the man in front of us. And so I said, hi, how are you doing? And how's your wife? Where is your wife? And he goes, Oh, she's over in uh, the booth over there just saving us a spot. So I left my friend Jamie and went over to my other friend gave her a hug and chatted with her for a minute and then came back and stood in line. And I hadn't been there even a minute when I turned around and kind of caught the eye of the man behind me. And as soon as we he caught my attention, my eye, he said, It's not okay for you to butt in line. And I said, Oh, I, I didn't butt in line. My friend was here and she's been here since we walked in. He said no, she hasn't. And it's not okay for you to butt in line. So I, okay, am I not understanding him? I could tell that he was from another country. So I thought, maybe I didn't understand him. And I said, what? It's not okay for you to butt in line. I said, no, sir, I didn't, but my friend's been here. She turns around and said, sir, I've been here. And we didn't cut in line. We came to the back of the line when we got here. It's not okay what you did. It's just not okay. And I could feel myself starting to have a physical response. I could already feel the emotional response I was having, but I could feel my, this tightness in, inside of me. And I chose to turn to him and say, sir, I di- w- we didn't butt in line. We were here. I was, my friend was here. I was over here. I came back. She, she's been standing here the whole time. I said, and you're willing to go ahead of us if you'd like. And at this time, his wife walked up to him and he gave me a disgusted look and maybe gave us a disgusted look and and then just stopped talking. I was very affected by how he spoke to us, by his accusations. And the reason I'm sharing this today is because I want to talk about responsibility, about agency, about choice. And so you might be saying, well, what does this have to do with agency or with choice or being responsible? And I would say everything. I was affected by this man and I was free to choose how I wanted to respond to him. I got to choose how I responded, how I what I thought about him, how I let him affect the rest of my evening. and. Friends, this is a big deal. That's freedom. When I can choose, when I recognize that I'm actually free to choose how I respond to anybody in my life is a really big deal. That's freedom. Now, there's, these kinds of experiences are really nuanced. I understand that. But today I want to talk about responsibility, about us as humans, there's so, so much pain in the world today. Like I could start to ball my eyes out right now, just talking about the pain that I see in people's lives that I love deeply. We are experiencing so much pain, so much inevitable pain, pain that we cannot control. Physical health, natural disasters, loss of a job divorces, deaths, so many things that create so much pain in our life that we have absolutely no control over. And then we also have so much optional pain in our lives. And I am a believer that optional pain comes from a few places. This is pain that we absolutely feel sometimes to our core. But we have it not because we can't control it, but because we don't recognize that we are actually creating it through our thoughts or through dropping responsibility in our own life. So Lynn G. Robbins gave a beautiful uh, speech at Brigham Young University several years ago, and he talked about being 100% responsible. I would recommend that everybody read it. Everybody, we'll put it a link in our show notes. But he goes, as he's talking about being a hundred percent responsible, he shares behaviors and practices that are the opposite of being responsible. And I love his list. And I, it's not a complete and full list of ways that we drop responsibility, but it's a very good list. And I wanted to share it today. And this is why it matters. Like I said earlier, we have enough inevitable pain. We have enough in our life that's keeping us on our toes. (laughs) Or maybe it feels like it's knocking us right down. But when we recognize that we have the power to move through any experience that we've been given in this earth life experience, that we actually have the power to move through it, that is... I just, I don't even have language to say we are not victims to our life experiences, but when we drop responsibility for ourselves, when we put the responsibility on other people for our happiness, our joy, our ability to move through something or not move through something, then we're just, we're just heaping pain upon ourselves. So here is Lynn G. Robbins' list. He Lynn uh, was a co-founder of Franklin Quest, and he. I don't know if he is still currently a general authority in the Church of Jesus Christ of Latter-day Saints, but he was at least for a long time. I'm thinking he may have just been released. Here is his anti-responsibility list. He says, when we drop responsibility, when we choose to not be responsible, we blame other people for things. We rationalize for our happiness, really. We rationalize or justify our choices. We make excuses. We minimize or trivialize our choices or sin. We hide, we avoid, we cover up. We don't speak honestly to people. When we don't want to be 100% responsible for ourselves. I was, I have been so guilty of this so many times. I want someone else to change because I don't want to have to be 100% responsible for myself. That's a tough one. Back to Lynn G. Uh, anti responsibility list. We flee from responsibility. We abandon responsibility. We deny or we lie. We rebel. We complain. We go into victim, and I'm going to talk more about victim in a few minutes. We find fault with others, and we get angry, which is very different from feeling anger. We act angry. We make demands. We feel entitled. We feel hopeless and helpless. We procrastinate. We allow fear to rule our choices. We enable other people's choices in a way that's actually not helpful but destructive to them. But we don't want to be responsible, so we just let them do whatever they want to do. This list, there's absolutely more that we could add to this list, but I love this list. Anytime we ever show up in any of these behaviors, we are dropping responsibility. Now, I'm going to have podcasts individually on each of these things coming in the future. But I want to invite you today to stop and ask yourself, I'm wondering if you're like me, I was probably saying, oh yeah, so-and-so does that. And -and so-and-so does that. But I'm inviting you and me to turn around, turn that mirror back around so that we can see ourselves in it and say, do I blame? Who am I blaming for my lack of happiness? Do I rationalize or justify or make excuses, minimize, and then go right down that list that I gave to you? This is not an easy thing for some people to hear because in truth, they have been victimized. They have been very affected by other people's choices. Can we be affected by other people? You bet. Are we affected by our parents? Yes for good and bad. Are we affected by our siblings? Yes, for good and bad. Are we affected by our spouses? Yes, for good and bad. Are we affected by our children, by our friends, by our neighbors, by perfect strangers? Yes, for good and bad. Or maybe I prefer to not call it good or bad, for peace and joy and for pain. Yes, we're affected. And yes, we affect other people. and. Ultimately, we get to choose. We get to validate those wounds, sometimes really deep wounds. Acknowledge the pain. Care for the person, that little girl inside of us or the little girl or boy that's, you know, sitting across from us sharing. Validate the wounds and then recognize that we are free to choose how to move forward, how to respond and to continue to learn, grow and progress in this life. A couple of friends of mine and I were teaching this principle that you are 100% responsible for you at, at a center called Chain Breakers. And it was full of people who have lived lives, who have been abused, neglected, rejected in different ways, who have been abandoned, over and over again. I love the name chain breakers. The whole point of it is they're there to learn how to break the chains. <laughs> Makes me want to cry. To break the chains that have affected their families so deeply and affected them so deeply. Such a beautiful concept. Anyway, we were going in to teach these principles and I actually was scared. I didn't I, I felt nervous about it. I was gonna go in. And yes, I've had a A lot of different pain in my life, but I've had a lot of good in my life as well. And I was afraid to walk in and share with these people that, you know what, hey, you know, it kind of sounds like, fuck up, you're responsible for you. I didn't want them to hear that. I, I was afraid. This is a principle based in the truth. It's not negotiable, it's the truth. And as we shared this, I was stunned and surprised at their response. They liked it. It it sunk into their hearts. They cried. We cried with them. It was a really beautiful experience to teach this principle. And today, as I share it, I'm curious how you're feeling about this truth, that you are 100% responsible for your own thoughts, your own feelings, and your own behavior. So really, a good question to ask yourself is, okay, so what does this mean? Or maybe you're asking me, what does this mean, that I'm 100% responsible for myself? What it means is that you have accepted that you are the person responsible for your life. The joy, And moving forward. So if you're feeling hurt by someone else's actions, you are responsible to share how you are feeling and affected by that person. You also get to be responsible with the language and the way you share. You don't just get to say, you're an idiot. You ruined my life. You get to say, that hurts. It really hurts. And I'm not okay with it. Hear the difference? It's much easier to go in and blame and accuse and, you know, just point the finger because anger is always a protector for other emotions. But we're responsible not only for how we choose to respond to what happened to us, but how we choose to share how we were affected. If you ordered a meal and they didn't bring what you ordered, you don't get to sit and go, what is wrong with this restaurant? What is wrong with them? And you get to say, hey, you didn't bring me what I ordered. Now, that's hard for some people. And there will be more podcasts on why that's hard to do as well. If you want a deeper connection with your siblings, your spouse, your children or friend, you are responsible to communicate your wants and needs. And then you're also responsible to look at your own behaviors and see if you are showing up connectable. If you want peace and joy in your life, you are responsible to cultivate a life of peace and joy. When we find ourselves blaming others for our choices or our lack of happiness, we have left our integrity and have forgotten that we are 100% responsible for ourselves now you and i are going to have experiences every single day where we will be invited by our shame our fear to drop responsibility most of us are really good at it and we don't even know we're doing it it's very it's unconscious we often just say well that's just the way i am that's that doesn't work. I remember when I was early married and uh, we were living in Hawaii and I had been offended by some extended family members and they were there visiting us. And we lived in this one bedroom apartment that the only door in the house was the front door. There were two doors, the front door and the bathroom door. And so I had locked myself in the bathroom. (laughs) So I was the only place I could be by myself and be mad and sulk And my husband's like, Chrissy, let's talk about it. What's going on? And you can't just, you can't just act like this. You can't just go in the bathroom and, you know, not talk about it. And I said, Vash, this is just who I am. And he said, that's not okay. And you know what? He was right. It wasn't just okay for me to avoid, to distract, to hide from my experience. I didn't learn how to handle that for many years past that. But if I'd had the tools then, I would have had to speak honestly to my extended family. I would have had to look honestly at myself at why was I offended? Why did I take what they said so personally? Anyway, lots and lots of opportunities in our life to recognize where we're dropping responsibility. I was playing tennis the other day and I giggle because ugh, I felt kind of frustrated. And because um, we get on the court, I didn't know this woman that we were playing against and she was a grunter. And you know what? I literally stopped watching any of you tennis players out there. I stopped watching Maria Sharapova because I could not stand to hear the grunting. And lots of women's tennis players at one point were grunting. With every shot that they had, I was just like, no, I didn't I did not like that. So all of a sudden this woman on the court the other day is grunting with the shot. I mean, we're warming up and she's grunting. And I'm like, oh my lands. And I-, I knew my my partner's like, oh, I didn't tell you. Because she hadn't she knew this one. She yeah, she's a grunter. And I said, Oh dear, I don't do good with that. Like that doesn't, I don't like that. And I had been thinking about this podcast on my way up to tennis and listening and and just working on some things on my way up. So I was very mindful of that I'm 100% responsible for myself. And as soon as I said to my partner, oh, I don't like that, I thought to myself, well, I, I actually get to choose how I respond to her grunting. I mean, I can't control how she shows up, but I can control how I feel about how she shows up. It's a game changer. It actually frees us immediately. Instead of my focus being on why does she do that? What is wrong with her? You know, all the blaming things. I'm actually free to just play tennis, which I love to connect with my partner and actually to connect with the, the other women across the net as well. So think in your life, think of your last week. Where is a time that you can see where you have maybe gone, you know, complained, or you felt hopeless or helpless, you procrastinated, or you blamed, or you made excuses for your choices. Here's the question I want you to ask yourself. What didn't I want to be responsible for? What was I avoiding? Why was it hard for me to turn the mirror back so that I saw myself To ask myself, what's going on? Why does this hurt? Why does this bug me? This is all, these are all different ways that we can do the work. So often, when when we drop responsibility, we go into victim thinking. We're somehow a victim to our experiences. And I believe that victim is one of the greatest addictions, most destructive, hardest to break addictions that we fall into, that belief that somehow I'm not responsible for myself, that I don't have agency. Victim thinking is a belief that I'm not free to act, that I'm just subject to life and the experiences and the people that happen to me. So I feel really strongly about this because I have seen victim destroy individuals destroy marriages and families because individuals can't get out of that victim thinking. And when we're in victim thinking, really, most of what we think about is just us. It's not a good place to spend our life and our time. So the podcast is called Do the Work. If we want to be 100% responsible, we want to start looking and noticing, where am I not being responsible? We want to ask ourselves, how do I do the work? I have an acronym for work. W, walk towards whatever principle or fear that I'm talking about this week. And when I say fear, I just mean the thing that maybe you're avoiding that feels hard to do. So if you walk walk towards it it would mean you would lean in if you have a relationship that's struggling you would lean in you'd get curious instead of getting judgmental you'd get curious or if you're trying to forgive someone you would lean in you'd you you'd walk towards it instead of putting a wall up around you oh you'd observe what is my motive why did I just say or do or think what I just said or did or th- thought? Observe. So walk towards, observe, are, remember. Remember that you can control three things and three things only. Your own thoughts, your own feelings, and your own behavior. If you are trying to appease your ego or your pain or your fear, they're all the same thing. You're and disconnecting from yourself and others when you try to control anything or anyone. Remember, you can only control those three things. And then K, kindly acknowledge. Acknowledge your strengths and your weaknesses in yourself and in others. You and they are human. You and they get to make mistakes. When we recognize that we are 100% responsible We can move from pain to peace, to joy, to connection so much quicker. There will be another podcast on what is required to have connection with another individual. But it is impossible to connect with someone. And remember, our brains were wired for connection. That is in us deep. But when we are struggling, and when that's not happening, and we're feeling alone or disconnected, if you're willing, if I'm willing to stop and ask myself, where am I dropping responsibility? And if you can't see it, talk to someone who will speak honestly to you. Whether it's a friend, a family member, a coach, a therapist, find someone. Speak honestly to them. I'm having troubles disconnecting. No, no. Let me say that again. I'm having troubles connecting with this person that I love. I'm feeling lonely. I feel alone. Tell me, what do you see? Here's the anti-responsibility list. Where do you see me showing up this way? To me, this is thrilling. It's, it really is the difference between joy or in our life. Okay. Thanks for joining me today. I'm really grateful to talk about these principles that matter. You matter. Your relationships matter. And you will have many choices throughout your week. I hope you'll choose to do the work. If you'd like to be a guest on the podcast, share a written experience, or ask me a question, go to coachchristie.life and fill out the podcast questionnaire and we'll be in touch with you soon. There are no dumb questions or experiences, just opportunities to learn and do the work. Have a great week.